Warning. This show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast, Response Edition. Now, in our main episodes, I talk to a new guest who shares their favorite thing and tells us how we can become a fan, too. In the response editions, Elise and I recap what happened when we took their advice. We also read listener comments, listen to messages from the like line, and we tell you about something we like, too, from this week. Now, before you start listening, we highly recommend listening to the last main episode, which was an Aussie rules football theme, courtesy of our guest, Paul from the Countdown Podcast, but that's not necessary. We just know he was our expert for all things Aussie rules football. Footy! Footy! (laughs) And we know from experience that you would benefit from his wisdom. So, you know, it's a response edition. You might want to listen to the first main main episode. What we're responding to. (laughs) Okay, now before we get into the actual episode, we have some thank yous. We have thank yous. We have thank yous because the family, our Patreon family, has expanded by two. Two? Aww. I held up the number two to Elise and realized, I remembered, even though I've been podcasting for almost four years. You can't, the, the <laughs> I, listeners can't see that number two. can't see my hands. <laughs> it's hard when I'm here. So, first of all, we want to thank Dave Morgan, who was a huge supporter of our, our my last show, More Gooder Than. Anyway, he's transitioned now to being a supporter of I Like to Like Things. I love is, that he's on board. Dave's one of the best guys. <laughs> I love Dave. Yeah, he's a really nice one guy. One of the nicest guys. He's hands down one of the easiest guys to hang out with, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, just, yeah. uh, just chill. Uh, chill. Always down to do anything. Yeah, he's just game for stuff. Yeah. And it, it just like, Dave, you want to do this? Absolutely. I'm sure, gonna, let's do it. <laughs> sure, let's do it. And we'll have a good time doing it. Yep. He uh, he was actually such a huge supporter of More Gooder Than, the last podcast, that he paid enough to come in and record an entire episode with us. No one else <laughs> had did that in two years. And he came in. Anyway, Dave's the best. Dave, uh, Dave. thank you so much. We like you a lot. <laughs> we do. You're the thing we like this week, Dave. And the name that listeners have heard a ton of times now at this point is Paris. Oh. Paris Burns. From the Dungeons and Drongos podcast, and just you know, friend extraordinaire, she is now also a patron explorer. That's so sweet. Thanks, Paris. Paris is great. We love Paris, and honestly, we I have recorded an episode with her for the show. I was gonna say, have you told the I, listeners that yeah. Paris is gonna be so, on pa- yet? Yeah, Paris is going to be on the show uh, soon. Actually, it's gonna be soon-ish. Paris's thing is is gonna be a lot of fun to do for the whole family. Actually, I think we can all join in. But it might take a little bit of time. <sighs> no, I I have my plan for her thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a week. Ooh, I'm excited. Right? Yeah. And the girls can join in too. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Awesome. I think we're gonna have a really good time. Paris, Dave. Thank you so much. Your names now get added to the end of every list and included in all the show notes. And you get access to all the uh, patron-only exclusive stuff. I'll be recording one of those right after we're done recording this with Oldest Child. We just watched a, a new movie, which is one of the things that we've been doing is been reviewing things that we liked from either childhood or just younger days yeah. and exposing it to her as she gets older. And she has amazing thoughts. 
There's something so fun about re-watching a movie that I loved through her eyes. It is fantastic. Yeah, uh, we reviewed uh, the Pokemon game two together. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, you did do some games. And uh, I, I actually just, we just did Gravity Falls with our youngest child, which has been her thing. She's been loving that. Any Anything new that we try, we're going to podcast about it with them. Because why not? Why not? And they love it. They do love it. And they're so good. They're very good podcasters. Anyway, that's all the stuff that's available. Train them early. Uh, for you. Yeah. For, uh, for Patreon uh, exclusive content. So now launching into the episode, what did you think of the AFL, Australian Football League, footy? <laughs> footy. Aussie rules. <laughs> what do you got? It was great. What a great episode. Um, Paul is delightful. It doesn't hurt that he's got that great Aussie accent. I, he's just lovely to listen to. Right. What are the things that we learned too, and you'll notice it, is it's not Aussie. It's it is Aussie, Aussie. and uh, we we want to use the right way of saying it. I still mess up to this day, mm-hmm. but we've been corrected years ago, and it's Aussie, which is fun because you want to say it right. Yeah. Absolutely, we don't want to be the person who says it wrong over and over and over. Though there's probably other things we're saying wrong over and over and over. You can correct us, but okay. even even without the thing, which is something that we were not able to like participate in physically. But like the episode itself was very enjoyable, right? I absolutely, I learned so much about this thing that was totally foreign, which I love. I had zero context for this. And I am a football fan by marriage uh, (laughs) for American football. (laughs) We grew up kind of listening to it in the background. My parents watched a lot of football and then you like it. And so like, I can watch an episode, I can, an episode, I can watch an episode of football. <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> but I can this watch a game. This titled The Super Bowl. <laughs> I can enjoy a game. It does mostly revolve around me being able to eat nachos. So I didn't have a whole lot of like context. Like I get how American football works, but this was totally new. Yeah, you're a sports fan by marriage, not just football fan by marriage. Yeah, yes. that's true. Sport. I'm. Yeah, I wasn't a huge sports so, fan. So you also, but one of the things that I love about you is that you can enjoy a sport regardless of whether you're a fan of that sport, just because you enjoy the experience. And Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that is most important about this completely foreign sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not known at all. For me either. Yeah. Mm. One of the things that I loved about the way Paul talked about it was that he got down to like, here's the basic rules and here's why it's exciting. Like, right. He was talking about like, okay, you can bump someone and you can tackle someone, but it was kind of like, Oh, but if you bump someone and you hit them in the head, then you are out of the game for two weeks. So it's like all this stuff. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's like all this stuff that's just not normal for us. And it is just part of the rules, but definitely listening to it, listening to Paul talk about it made it really exciting. So he's a great person to talk about sports. And his, what did you think of his advice to watch the YouTube videos? Like how mm -hmm. easy was that? The, the, the one that was at the very top of the list, right? Oh, top of the list. I watched the first one that was like, here's the rules. And here's the funny thing. The guy who was uh, narrating the video about the rules had the same kind of like excited way of talking about the rules that Paul had. So I feel like I was really well, well prepped for that. 
I found that video to be one of the most concise and helpful videos that I've ever seen. I know that's, that's like- For anything. For anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I, so I watched a lot more of footy than, than you did. I watched, like there was right. one night, I know it was, it was hours. You watched when, like, a lot we, of footy. I was having a hard time sleeping. <laughs> I can't call it footy and like <laughs> keep a straight face. It's just really funny. It means pajamas in the States. Exactly. Yeah, it means pajamas in the States. I enjoyed every second of watching it. I watched several matches, not the whole thing. They The great thing about this is that they had highlights from tons of games. That's awesome. Now, I watched extended uh, parts of games, too. For, uh, for uh, and There's so much going on. Yeah, I really liked it. So when I watched a little bit with you, and then I watched the video that Paul recommended... I loved how kind of like soccer it was. Like it has more of like the rules and feel of football, but it has the pace of soccer, which I grew up playing soccer and I love that pace. It was, so I had said this to my friend Corey and he totally agreed. And I'm saying this, I hope this doesn't sound negative because it's not. It looks like one of those awesome games that you invented in school during recess. Yes. And then became popular. Yep. Like, oh, we play this. What's this? Oh, this is called footy. And then... Oh, my gosh. And and so it just looks like this game. And then got it got... You know, were you, and we all remember these games that we made up in, in elementary school. Where, like, they had concrete rules. You could not break these rules. Oh, yeah. And But then it also started... Which is how all of these sports end up being. They, For they, sure. they all started with somebody... Just, just like making something making up. Making something up and then it goes. But this somebody made something up hundred like over a hundred years Can ago. Can you believe that it? That was shocking. Yeah. So I was looking at one of the teams uh, like 127 years. Oh my gosh. Old. And it's like, that's crazy. That is insane that they were playing this that long ago. There weren't phones. Well, I am trying to think of like something. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I just try and think of like, oh, so, oh here's it. These are, are the best things before sliced bread. Because remember, <laughs> Betty White was born before sliced bread. Oh my gosh. So sliced bread was the best thing. Since Betty White? Since Betty White. And now it was <laughs> the best thing since sliced bread. So before that, before Betty White was the best thing, it was the best thing was AFL. Since, AFL. <laughs> yeah. since footy. Yeah. You got to call it footy. Footy. <laughs> but 22 teams is a lot too. There's a it lot. That's a lot. a lot of teams. And because the NFL has 32 and that seems high, yeah. uh, obviously. But like 22, that's a ton. Yeah. What this kind of highlighted for me was how American-centric right. my mindset is. Because he's talking about, and you're making references to American football or basketball or baseball or whatever it is. And he's tracking with all of your references. Mm-hmm. And then he'll make a reference and we're, I, I can tell you actually on it and then me listening to it. Both kind of like, huh? I know. <laughs> what? It, it, and that's one of the beauties of this show. It is. is. It's exposing us to so much things, that, so many things that we didn't even know existed. I yeah. say that on almost every episode. Yeah. And that's the purpose is that we don't even know what we're missing. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing until you're exposed to it. It's a am- and it's incredible. And and this is one of those things that really highlights it because for you especially it was completely foreign. Totally foreign. So some of the things that I really and we both of us comment on it, how big the field is. Oh my gosh, the it's The field huge. is huge. It's so and round. <laughs> It's so cool. Egg-shaped ball, egg-shaped field. Those guys run so much. Because like a normal soccer field, that's a lot of running. Yeah. This is the same pace with like 
three times the area size of the it's field. It's so huge. And then you look at like, it, it. so the video also showed the reference size for like what a basketball court looks like. And that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And it's like, yeah, if you were having to run the length of a football field every time you dribble the ball, that would be insane. Okay. How insane is it? Do they have to bounce it? Do they have to bounce it? I tried it with a football. And now, granted, a football... uh, Totally different. NFL and an AFL footballs are different. Right. But not that much. (laughs) So I was trying to bounce a football while running. Try it, listeners. It's hard. It's hard. It's so hard to do. I can't even bounce a basketball and keep, keep it while running. Like... That's, I'm not super coordinated. So one of the things, now this is something that you you wouldn't have saw, but on most of the long videos that I watched of them playing, the bouncing came into play a lot less than you'd think. Because they were giving it from person to person or kicking it exactly. or whatever. Most or of punching it. The, the punchy the, thing. Yeah, he's awesome. calling it hand, handball. Handball. Handball it, yeah. Yep. But the punching, which yeah. is really fun to watch. I feel and like it should it, be called punchy. <laughs> if the other one is called footy, then it should be called punchy. Footy Just punchy. Saying, footy punchy. You got to punch you when you play footy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But when you handball it. It looks so often like they're throwing it. They're not. They're not. They're no. not. It looks like, oh, they threw it. No. You see the other hand come in. Boop, boop. And, <laughs> but the the bouncing came in. So this, and this is just me being a neophyte in this too. I didn't see them bounce it as much as I thought I was going to see. The oh. fast breaks like that don't happen that often. Oh, gotcha. It's going to be so much more of them passing it back and forth to each other. Interesting. And other thing is too, and I know you notice this, how far they will try and kick it to make it into a goal. Oh, they'll kick yeah. it from, and it's like, yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? And but also sometimes watching it, they'll kick it from inches away, and that's hilarious because they have to. It can bounce in. That uh-huh. was something. It can bounce in. Mm-hmm. It could sail in. It, however, it gets in there. That's, that's how it good. gets in there. My favorite part was that they can do those like extreme catches. There was a name for it, but I forgot the name. Um, where they like run and then jump onto their opponent springboard themselves off of their opponent catch the ball and then now they get a free kick into the goal they can keep running with it too or they or they get the free kick yeah so here's the thing the rule it's very rules light it's very it's very rules light like yes there are rules there are and it is a very it's an organized sport but like honestly you i i feel like i got the gist of it and i love that it is super fun to watch so I'll say, like, I have watched rugby a few times, mm-hmm. and I like watching rugby. As far as all the, the team sports go, rugby is, like, fairly high up there for me, because I think it's just really interesting. Uh, this was more fun. It's so much fun to watch. Super fun to watch. I don't know if I could play it now. I think I would probably die. Uh, yeah, no. It's not a forever sport. Right. Yeah. What did he say? Most people retire at 32, 33. Yeah. You're a few years past that. <laughs> I'm, I'm past my prime. <laughs> You're past your prime. I'm past my prime. But I, that does lead me to a question, which is, you know, we talked about the pro sport, but is this something like Thanksgiving here, people will like go out and play football? Oh. Do people get together and play this? Maybe. I don't hey, know. Uh, other thing that I noticed too when watching it, those high-end collisions happen a lot less mm-hmm. because you're. It's the not the penalty so severe. The penalties if you get it are wrong. severe. Uh, the and and like it is body to body. They are avoiding those super big collisions. So it's gonna hurt you too. It's gonna hurt you too. Wherein, as in American football, the goal is to hit the person very hard. That's right. how the game stops. 
Right. The hits on those are not about how the game is going to stop. You're trying to kick it. Right. So in, in Which American is much fo- more like soccer. Yes. So in American football, the, it is either tackle or not be tackled. Right. That's that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Tackle or not be tackled. That's it. Uh, other than that, that's how you score. Is if you do good at your tackling, the other team loses. You're going to be good. Yeah. yeah the other team, if you do bad, if you are good at not being tackled. This is such yeah. a, just like a very small piece of this game. Which well, might be part of why I like it more. Uh, the other thing that Paul left out that I that I wish that he had uh, talked about. And this was this was in my deep dive. Like getting into like the rules and other stuff called the, uh, I think I'm pronouncing it right. The Brownlow Medal. Uh-huh. The Brownlow Medal is basically the MVP. Okay. That's the MVP of the AFL. And so the it's it's it is determined for the fairest and best player. Okay. Okay. You're gonna really like this. To determine the best player, I'm reading this. The three field umpires, not the goal umpire or boundary umpire, confer after each home and away match and award three votes, two votes, and one vote to the players they regard as the best, second best, and third best in the match, respectively. On the awards night. The votes from each match are tallied, and the player or players with the highest number of votes is awarded the medal, subject to eligibility, which is where the fairest comes in. Okay. The current voting system has been used for the vast majority of the Brownlow medal counts. So anyway, at the end of every game, whoever is the best gets three points. Whoever's second best gets two two points, points. and whoever is third best gets a point. It's like a competition within a competition. Yes, and so, but that- This appeals to me. This does, right? Okay. Good. I'm glad you said. Now it's best and fairest. So how do you determine fairest? I don't know. I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah. Is the it f- like the fairest of them all? Like <laughs> no, who's it's the not. fairest? So the fairest component of the medal is achieved by making ineligible players any player who is suspended by the AFL tribunal during the home and away season. An ineligible player cannot win the Brownlow medal, regardless of the number of votes he has received. Okay. Yeah. A player remains eligible for the Brownlow medal under the following circumstances. So, like, this is really nitty-gritty. If he is suspended during the finals or preseason, if he serves a suspension in the current season, which was earned for an offense committed late in the previous season, if he receives any sort of club-imposed suspension, which is not recognized by the AFL Tribunal, if he is found guilty by the AFL Tribunal of an offense which attracts only a financial penalty. Okay. So So he's still good. So if you get suspended, you don't get, no matter how good you are, you don't get to win MVP. No, 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 no. It says if you get suspended. Yeah, let's get into this, huh? Let's get into this. If yeah. we're going to get into it, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, player, a player remains eligible for the Brownlow Medal under the following circumstances. Yeah, so... but, but So they can do all of these. So they, you can get some suspensions. Small suspensions. If it's preseason. Yeah. But if you're suspended... During the season, basically. Basically, if for some reason you do a oh, nasty during hit. during the actual season. During the actual season. So preseason and finals don't count, don't but the count. actual season. If you, oh, yeah, okay. by the time the finals, I think the Brownlow medal has been awarded. Okay, that makes Isn't sense. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, crazy. I knew you would really like the Ferris. <laughs> like the voting system, like, ha, he did good. Okay, I got three points. Yay! I wonder if that's something that people also keep track of throughout the season. Like... Could we look mid-season and see who's ahead for the Brownlow medal right now? Absolutely. That's well, awesome. the season just started, but also but like, the season is is, is being sure. yeah, but uh no, you can't of course you can try. That's that's public knowledge. Oh, that's cool. Yes, you can say who's ahead, who's not. I wasn't sure if it was kept secret until the end or if it was like published after oh, every Oh, that game I don't match. know. That's a good question. Paul, can you please answer that? Any other fans? Tell I, us. Uh, one of the things that uh, I have to say is I had pledged my loyalty 
to the Saints. And it's, it's a Melbourne team. And the St. Kilda Football Club. But I'm sorry, I thought on the episode you pledged your loyalty to the Bombers. I, I did. But uh, to a friend of mine, Duty, you know, you know I know me. Duty. <laughs> to make him a Green Bay Packer fan, I promised that if I ever rooted, and he reminded me of this oh. very great. It's one of the few times I've ever forgotten something. Yeah. I don't forget things. No. So I was just so caught up. Anyway, I had pledged my loyalty to the St. Kilda Football Club, the Saints. Uh, in exchange for him becoming a Green Bay Packer fan. Now, here's the thing. Duty went out, bought a, bought a hat, bought uh, a yep. jersey. So it's like, you know what? I got to stay true. Now, the funny thing is now doing research and knowing the St. Kilda Football Club is the worst team in the <laughs> AFL. They, they're they the they're the Cleveland Browns. I was going to say, are they the Browns they're the Browns of the, the AFL. They're so bad. Like, their distinction is that they've won, they've won like, the almost the least amount of games. Wow. They've only been in one. They have one premiership. They're the worst. Duty, why are you a fan of this team? And then, and, but anyway, go Saints. Go Saints. Go Saints. Yeah. Okay, duty. so. But anyway, Duty, I'm. You have I'm, fun I'm, with that. I am, I am, uh, Essendon's not much better, babe. Oh, <laughs> dang it, I was just about to trash talk. Oh, man. That's okay. Yeah. Because Essendon Bomber's all the way. Like, so, I'm, I'm with you, Paul. So, you might yeah. have lost Chris, but you gained me. Yeah. So, Duty, I get my promise, bro. Go Saints. We're a house divided. We're a house divided. Oh, man. I need gear. I'm gonna order some gear. Okay, so so here's the other thing: the the jerseys are awesome. Are they? They're really cool. Ooh. Yeah. So and they have several different jerseys that they wear throughout the season, and their away and home jerseys are different. It's not just like white and and, and yeah, the yeah. colors like it is in NFL. Ooh. They're really cool. And then they have I forget it's called. There is a third one that they get to wear a certain times. The the Saint Kilda. They're called ki- kits. Okay. The Saint Kilda kits are cool. They have like this cool cross across the chest. You look like a Templar knight. It looks cool. So you're happy about that part? Oh yeah. The fashion side. No, you're, fashion. For, you're down. High fashion. High fashion. <laughs> high fashion. So I really do want to. When things are all cleared up, I want to go to Australia watch a game. Absolutely. The one. Th- okay. So the one thing it was really funny to watch was how like backyard some of the stadiums looked. Oh, so like the one the when you're in like that cricket stadium in Melbourne, Massive. it's yeah, yeah. huge. But that's the equivalent of the Super Bowl, so it yeah. should be this right. like, giant. But yeah. then I was watching a, a, it was actually it was Saints versus, uh, it was Saints versus Essendon. I was watching a game, uh-huh. and like they're just like right up. The the fans are just like right up there. It's like it looks like it's in the middle of a um, like a park. And like these are huge stadiums, uh-huh. but like they're just like right there. They're hang, they're, they're on the sidelines. Like it's it would that be that sounds super fun. It's super fun. Like one of the see one of the one of the uh, announcers was laughing so hard because they kicked it missed it hit a guy's I think he said his his tinny which is his uh, his beer hit his tinny popped it open and then they the announcers talked about it for a very long time <laughs> <laughs> and the guys look at his face ah oh, spilled his beer hopefully crack, somebody crack, bought him a new beer cracked his tinny yeah anyway it was it's really good but. But then, of course, then you get the huge stadiums, which is which is the energy there. But like going and just basically sitting there, chilling on the sides, yeah, uh, would be amazing. When we eventually go, because we will, this is a trip that will eventually mm-hmm. happen. I definitely want to make sure that we're going. Isn't that nice that Paul like amused said, Absolutely, I'll like, take you. To I'll the, take yeah, you. I'd love take to take you. you. I my... think he actually said it would be my honor <laughs> yeah, he or did, my privilege, did something yeah. like that. So, but Paris, since we're talking about Paris, she would sing, "Have I finished this episode already?" Yes. Was I meant to be saving it for my drive tomorrow? Also, yes. 
Uh, but I'll spend my drive planning some family-friendly activities for when you guys come here because you said it on the show, so you have to do it. That's podcast law. <laughs> podcast law. We said it. We got to do it. <laughs> we got to do it. Here's the we thing. We really are. I would love to. I've always wanted to go. It's always been, you know, going to Australia has always been on my list, but man, it's it's way higher now. I, The amount of friends, and like, here's the thing. If you're if you're loving the Aussies on the I Like to Like Things podcast, guess what? They're a lot more on the way. They're the best podcast. <laughs> they really are. Uh, Australians are the best podcasters. They really are. Oh, They're so good at just being great. <laughs> like that's really what it boils down to. And Paul, of course, well, continues that right. And if the entire continent is not good at it, there's some really good representation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're putting a good vibe out there for the world. This episode made me want something. What do you want? Really bad. What do you want? And that is an Aussie sports bar that we could go to and hang out with all of the The Aussie nationals who are here in the States and watch AFL. That would be so much fun. I wonder if there's one in LA. You know what we can do? We can be that. No, but we We can't. We can project it and we can be those people. But... I want to go. I know. It's not that fun. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like fun? It does. Oh, it always sounds fun. Any sports, I've said this so many times, and I think it's something that people need to remember. Any sports team that you want to watch, watch it with fans of that team or that sport. Absolutely. You're going to have a good time. Yep. Whether it's um, apparent. So now I do finally have my cricket person. Yeah. Did you see it? Paul knows cricket. You finally have finally someone have to someone teach that can you teach the rules about. of cricket. It's like this odd... It gets talked holy about. Holy grail it's in of movies, sports. Yeah. Like, I know enough about most sports. Now would I know AFL. Go Saints. Um, <laughs> go Bombers. Yeah, there you go. Go Saints. That's for you, duty. Uh, go Pack Go, really. So that translates to Go Saints. <laughs> this is all just gotta, part of your love for the Packers. <laughs> it is. My love for the Packers extends to St. Kilda. Go Saints. Um, uh, 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 I don't know where I was Red going with that. I lost it. Because it's so much fun. You're going with it's. It's so much fun to watch it with people who know the sport and love the sport. And then you went into cricket. <laughs> cricket, yeah. So now I can finally have someone to explain cricket to me. But sports is something that I'm already passionate about anyway. I love sports. Yeah. Always have love sports. But like this is the this is the energy that you want. Is Absolutely. doing it with somebody who likes it. And sports and music are very easy because they are, they lend themselves to big gatherings already. Absolutely. That's the big thing. Yeah. Is that, yeah, anyway. It's, it's so much fun. But I think if we missed anything else, you have anything else about AFL before we move on or? No, just that like, I'm, I'm kind of shocked at how much I actually really enjoyed it. I love the jerseys. Because I'm not I do a want sports to get a person. Yeah. Um, but this was a lot of fun. I mean, it would be awesome to go during the season. I would love to sit and watch an entire match all the way through. I know. That's actually the next thing on my list for this one is, how do we do that? Even if it's on delay, like, that's cool, but I would love to watch a whole match. Yeah, watch it. Even if, it, right now, it's going to be on TV. But yeah, um, it's uh, it's fun. It's yeah. a really, really fun sport. For sure. Yeah, I, I really, really like it. But uh, anyway, Paul, thank you so much yeah. for spreading the love. This is great. This is great. Like you got, you made two fans of the sport. 
and, mm-hmm. and including Elise. Um, <laughs> that's a big that's win. That's a big one. Like, you moved a mountain there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty great. Good job. Uh, but yeah, Paul, thank you so much for your generosity with your time. Time is everything right now. <laughs> Especially as I know as a parent, time is, is very important. Absolutely. So, but anyway, thank you so much, Paul. And uh, right now, we'd like to thank the Radio Haver crew for listening in. Hey, Radio Haver. Thank you so much for all of your support and and just your continued listening. Thank you so much. It's so nice to know that we have such a big group of you listening to us and supporting us. Thank you so much. Uh, voicemails? Voicemails. Hey, Chris. Hey, Elise. It's Stacy. You know, from that gardening episode. Thank you for having me on the show. It was really fun. And it was so good to hear how much you got out of growing your own things. I'm going to edit down the response episode. So I just take the bits that say, Stacey's so good. Stacey's so great. Isn't she the best? And I'm going to just edit those together to make myself a ringtone. So whenever anyone calls me, all I hear is, Stacey's so good, Stacey's the best. I realised listening to the episode that I completely forgot how to tell you how to sow seeds and germinate seeds. I mean, it sounds like you've figured it out for yourself and your hydroponics thing sounds amazing. But I hope you don't mind if I give a very quick overview of how I would germinate seeds without all the fancy equipment so I tend to use any sort of pot I can find I also save up yogurt pots and uh, old pop bottles that soda bottles and mushroom trays over here a mushrooms come in plastic trays and then I will put compost into it. I usually use shop-bought compost because if I use garden compost, then it's likely that old vegetables from fruit seeds will start growing in it when I don't want them to. So I use clean compost mixed with either vermiculite or perlite, which are like mineral sort of like little rocks that just help with the drainage of the soil. Put that into the tray. If they're little tiny seeds, you just put them on the top of the soil and have a covering of about half a centimetre of soil on top. If they're big seeds like beans or courgettes, then you push them down about a centimetre and then cover that over. Wet the soil and then I tend to put the trays or the pots into a plastic bag. So you can just put a plastic bag, clear plastic bag, like a sandwich bag, over the top with an elastic band. And then over here in the UK, the weather, well, last night it was zero degrees, which is about, what, 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Today it's going to be as hot as nine degrees. So I think that's up to about 48. Uh, So the windowsill is our best friend at this time of year. So we put the pots on the windowsill and then you just leave them. When they've got a plastic bag over them, they create condensation and they tend to just water themselves. So you just leave them for a week, have a little look, see if anything's coming up. But I tend to just leave them then until they've got four leaves on each seedling and then I take the bag off uh, because they tend to get a little bit big for the for the pot. And that's it, that's how I germinate seeds. So 
hope that was useful for all of those who haven't got fancy equipment and keep up the good work because you're doing a great job and I love it. Bye. Thanks, Stacey. That was so nice, Stacey. If, if anyone wants a ringtone of us just telling you that you're great, let us know. I'll re record it. I would it. totally do I that. I would do a ringtone for anybody. Or, or not a ringtone, but like you just need 30 seconds of affirmation that you can turn on of us telling you that you're awesome. Let yes, it, we will do that. We will absolutely do that. That's that's time well spent. Let's do one for Stacey. Yeah, Stacey, you're great. Stacey, you're so much fun. Stacey, you're awesome. Oh, I love what you teach us, Stacey. Stacey. Stacy. So the that is an amazing that's an amazing follow-up. Thank you so much. What's funny is is that we did start germinating our seeds outside of our hydroponic uh, setup. Yeah. That was just something that just gave us the confidence. Try. And uh so right now we actually have planted uh almost every seed that we own. Yeah, and we've planted a ton. We've been saving uh eggs, egg uh Egg cartons. Egg cartons and things like that. And, and so we planted a whole bunch of seeds. And the the what she said that to do was exactly what we did. Yeah. So that's great to know. We didn't do the plastic because right now, actually, it's, it's gorgeous right now. Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. But I wonder if that would help with keeping it moist. Like it wouldn't evaporate so much. That's true. Yeah, because I, I have been like slightly watering it. And I've been keeping it moist. Yeah. You know? asking. So I wonder now, since we have got past our cold snap. That's when I started planning everything. Because mm -hmm. I, I did talk to some more of our, we have some friends, Dave's, Dave Morgan, Patreon supporter. Yeah. His wife is an incredible home gardener. Yes, she is. And so I, I we did ask about like, when's a good time to plant? She's, oh, right now it's really good. We're not going to have any more cold snaps. So uh, we've transported And lots all. of rain. And well, so we, lots in Bakersfield. And standards. lots of Bakersfield. <laughs> Stacy pointed out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but lots of rains. But Stacy, thank you so much for your support. That episode was fantastic. It was, um, it's changed our lives. Like Absolutely. I am now considering myself a, a gentleman gardener. A gentleman farmer. But our girls are, our girls are doing so, they love it They love so it so much. much. Every day they wake up and they run and they're like, oh my gosh, there's another leaf. Mm -hmm. Look, mom. And that's how we wake up most days. It's great. <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah. But thank you so much, Stacey. Uh, so what have you been into this week? Yeah. So this week... I have been really into learning about other cultures. Okay. So it it did kind of kick off with this episode and then thinking back to the last episode and just like talking about, you know, courgettes instead of zucchini. And, and the Rick Steves episode the too. The Rick Steves yeah. episode that was all about travel. Um, and then kind of getting into some cultural differences even within the U.S. Mm. And so... I've been, you know, I work with people all over the country. So I've been just kind of taking more joy in their like local idioms that they use and um, just asking more, just, you know, friendly wise about, you know, what's going on in their yeah, area. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. The, the ultimate California response, <laughs> which means yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure means yes. Means yes. We found that out the hard way when people are like, okay, so is that a yes? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> okay, still, same thing. Is that, that a, a yes? yes? You said both yes and no. <laughs> but yeah, I said Which two. is it? I said two yeses. So, no, yeah, no. No. That's a no. No, yeah, no. But you said two no's and a yeah. Which one is it, Chris? We didn't realize <laughs> that that was a thing Yeah. that Californians did. For sure. But yeah, just lots of those little things, like different sodas that people love that are, that are only 
available in their area or like there's some chips that are only like i don't know these are the random things that i've been talking to people about this week okay has anyone ever had cactus cooler right okay that's a so, perfect so, okay. example so cactus cooler is something that is only in the southwest united states it's yeah. in southern california arizona new mexico and i guess sometimes in uh western texas they'll have it oh which texas also has big red which is cinnamon soda i've had it uh, not a fan. Not a fan. But Cactus Cooler is pineapple and orange. Pineapple and orange soda. Now, that might exist in other forms somewhere else, but Cactus Cooler specifically right. is a California thing. But then, like, I know mm. friends of ours that have moved out of the state, they miss their Cactus Cooler. I could cooler. totally go for a Cactus Cooler float. Did you ever oh, make yeah. Cactus Cooler floats as a kid? Is it tasting like a, a creamsicle? Yeah. yeah. So good. Mm, really good. That sounds good. So good. But yeah. So we've talked at length about Iron Brew, the Scottish soda that is just absolutely... <laughs> the one that we can't find. We can't find anywhere. <laughs> we need to find it. Mm. Now's the time to order it, but yeah. we just haven't done it yet. I know. i got to get off my, my bum. <laughs> get it done. So uh, what was your thing this week? I bought a new video game. <laughs> What is it? So we have Tell a, me about so it. So we have a thing in our house, and, and I think it's a really good rule, because uh, is if you don't get a new video game until you finish the video game, unless it's multiplayer. Right. And that's something we've been even installed with the girls. Like, you, unless, you get in, unless you beat it, like, there's no reason to get a new one. You have this one. And so I beat all my other video games that I had, and so I went out and traded them in, of course, and bought uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which is a Star Wars game. It's so hard but also so fun simultaneously. <laughs> it's fantastic. I haven't beat it yet. I'm, I'm almost done with it. Uh, I think I probably am about four-fifths of the way through. Four-fifths. Yeah, four-fifths. Very yeah, well, nice. Uh, yeah, four-fifths of the way through. It feels like I'm coming to the end. And I'm super enjoying it. Uh, but it is, it's it's hard. Yeah. I have it set, I don't have it set at the, the hardest difficulty because usually that's just for masochists, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but I'm on this, the second one down. I think it's that one's Jedi Knight. Because I think it's like Jedi Knight, Jedi Master. I don't know. Anyway, uh, just the whole way the game is built. It's beautiful. It's fun. Uh, the Force powers are great. Anybody that's a fan of Star Wars is going to love this game. Uh, the the uh, the girls can't play it because it's just it's too hard. It's too hard. But they have really enjoyed watching you play it. Yeah, especially oldest. Yeah, both of, both of them have watched it. But yeah, oldest child in true form is is chilling right there with me, just staring. Ooh, good job. Force push that guy, daddy. Yeah, get him, dad. Oh, dad, you make this look easy. Thanks, baby. Like it's, <laughs> she's so good for you, your ego. If people ask like Chris, how do you keep a good attitude all the time? It's it's the three women in my house. Like all three <laughs> of them. Tell you you're great. <laughs> tell me that I'm great at anything I'm doing. Like I just walk around with a big smile on my face because like at any point there's gonna be a beautiful, brilliant face telling me that I'm great too, and I. Uh, anyway, it's great. It's a great way to live. Aww. So, but anyway, Jedi Fallen Order. It's fun. It's but I but like I said, it's hard. Yeah. It's not an easy game, and the way that the saving works, people have talked about it being Dark Souls mechanics, um, which I get that Dark Souls is notoriously hard. I'm getting real nerdy right now. No, go but for it. But it, it it is it's hard. Like you can't just save it and be like, cool, I saved it. Every time you save, the bad guys pop back up again. Like that's that's if you want to save it, that's your consequence for saving it oh, at man. the the meditation zone. Decisions. Decisions, decisions. Oh, I've saved a ton. I've had to just run. And that's the other thing that's great about this game. Running away is perfectly fine. Yay, running you away. You don't have to fight everybody. And then you, <laughs> have, you, you have to fight some people. 
uh, but it's the of course the music is great. John Williams is all those great scores are being played. There's new oh, music is it in the it. scores. Yeah, oh, that's the, lovely. The new mu there's new music in there, and uh, but it's it's a blast. You get to customize your lightsaber. Uh, one of the things that you get to customize is your poncho, and that's been fun with the girls is they get to pick poncho size. And there's a little robot. I showed you a little robot, yeah, right? Yeah. BD One is adorable. He's basically a puppy. Um, I've had friends that say <laughs> they, like, they like BD-1 more than Baby Yoda. Because Baby Yoda is a child that requires a lot of like <laughs> attention. BD-1 is a fully functional robot. But anyway, it's yeah. a blast. You can customize him. Uh, you can customize your ship called the Mantis. The Mantis is really cool. And all the different things that you can do customization is so much fun. But the girls really like it. Which I'm sure is why Oldest really loves it. Because she loves nothing more than customizing things in video game and oh, making everything pretty. It's the best. Yeah, it is fun. Difference Because I love customizing the characters, but I'm looking, making them look like awesome. She is legit matching colors. It's like they, Look at that. Look how great they look. Like, you know what? Absolutely right. they, they, do look, look they look amazing. <laughs> and so I found myself matching colors too and everything. She does has figured out too that all of my colors on uh, if you can customize colors, it's gonna be green, yellow, and white. Green Bay colors. Green Bay colors, <laughs> go back, go. All my color all the characters that their colors are always it's it's a function of green and yellow almost always. So my BD That's one funny. is yellow, my poncho is green, and my lightsaber is green with a white hilt. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. I'm such a nerd. It's so funny. <laughs> but you're my Why do you still love me so much? Because you're great. You should love me as much as you do. But yeah, that's that's been my week. So, but anyway, I want everyone to know that we are here for you in any capacity that you need. At least in her special episode. Uh, and so that is available too. We released that on the same day as this. Anything you need from us that we can provide, please don't hesitate to ask. No. We are here for you. We're just going to keep being positive and bringing that energy into your day. Yeah. If you did want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at like2likethings. That's the number two. Like2likethings. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130. Or you can email us a voice uh, message that like uh, Stacy did. Yeah. Uh, you can email it to ilike2likethingspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read or play any of those messages on that response edition. If they're positive. Stay course, positive. Stay positive. It's so important. If you'd like to be on the show or you have a friend that wants to share, contact us using the same channels. You can also support the show via Patreon like Steve, Mandy, Gerald, and Morgan, and Paul. And of course, now our newest additions, Dave and Paris, too. You can get great content that we're adding every week. We add something new to the Patreon content. Probably there'll be more coming soon, even uh, to where there'll be multiple times during the week. But anyway, as of right now, there's going to be something there every week for someone to, to enjoy. So I will see you all next week when I have another guest in to tell us all about their thing. And that beautiful cycle continues. So that's bye from me, Chris. And from me, Elise. Enjoy your week. <laughs>